These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The state government's call for expressions of interest at the former BHP site at Mayfield North was slammed as short-sighted. The Port of Newcastle's offer to buy the land to develop a $2 billion container terminal was rejected, but the government are still trying to sell the land for just $20 million. It's understood container movement at Newcastle is restricted so as not to compete with Port Kembla or Port Botany after it was sold in 2014. But Newcastle MP Tim Crackenthorpe said it's efforts today which save a headache later. Look, I'm deeply concerned because if this site isn't made available to the port of Newcastle for a container terminal, we've lost a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This port uh, is reliant on coal. The trading coal will not last forever. The container terminal is the solution. The Hunter's COVID restrictions eased on Friday. New South Wales ditched density rules and QR codes will only be required at music festivals and nightclubs. Masks will stick around for another week and from the 25th only be mandatory on public transport in hospitals and aged care. Origin Energy announced the Araring Power Station will close its doors in 2035. Energy Minister Matt Keane described the move as a disappointment, but says the state government will invest in a new grid battery to help manage energy distribution. There's some concern among businesses the sudden move will make for a tumultuous transition to renewables, but Climate Energy Finance Director Tim Buckley said the government can pull itself together and figure it out. There might be some indigestion, as you say, but at the end of the day, those plants can be built Within 12 to 24 months, the biggest constraint is going to be ensuring that the grid can actually absorb all of the electricity. Meanwhile, that announcement came just a day after expressions of interest opened for generation and storage projects in the Hunter Central Coast Renewable Energy Zone. The state government said the project represents more than $100 billion in potential investment and is expected to hit almost 40 gigawatts. The projects open to commercial interest would together generate the annual output of 10 coal-fired power stations. Potential for offshore wind farms was also being touted by business as a unique opportunity for the region, but there's concern with the closing of Araring there could be a rough spot in the region's transition. Business Hunter CEO Bob Hawes said it's a good news for both workers and businesses, but it's still a long way off. And that's where the critical steps are going to be involved to make sure that, that apart from generating jobs, that we do get um, meaningful power or energy supply out of this that is, is affordable and is reliable. Advent Energy's response to a notice saying it can't renew a controversial petroleum exploration licence off the Hunter Coast was rejected by the Prime Minister. It's up to the New South Wales Deputy Premier to respond to the PEP 11 issue before it's considered settled. Maitland farmers rallied against the state government's planned cease-to-pump rule, which they said would cripple agriculture across the Hunter. The move would restrict the amount of water irrigators can draw from the Hunter River in summer in a bid to safeguard the freshwater supply downriver. Farmers raised their concerns at a meeting of the Lower Hunter Agricultural Water Users Incorporated Group last Friday afternoon. Secretary Julia Wokes said the government is out of touch with the community. We want everyone to put petitions in. We want people to put submissions in. We want them to understand that we're looking after the environment. They need to go away. They need to go and monitor the river. They need to go and really understand what they're asking us to do. They haven't done their triple bottom line research. They have no idea of the social and economic impacts of their decisions. And Jared Haynes' sexual assault convictions were quashed after the former NRL star won his appeal. A third trial's now been ordered after he was jailed last May for raping a woman in Newcastle in 2018. The ex-Parramatta player's first trial ended in a hung jury. 2NURFM Sport.
And in sport this week, the Newcastle Knights were said to be considering handing the captaincy to star fullback Kalen Ponga for the upcoming season. The decision was backed by legends Kurt Gidley and Andrew Johns, with the injury of Jaden Braley expected to influence the decision. Tuesday night's doubleheader at McDonald Jones Stadium ended in disappointment for both Newcastle Jet squads. The women's side were beaten in a narrow 1-0 loss by Melbourne Victory, who found the match winner through American Brooke Hendricks. Meanwhile, Jamie McLaren scored twice for reigning Premier's Melbourne City, who batted the men's side 4-2 in a night to forget for Newcastle. And former Newcastle Hunters junior Ben Simmons was traded to the Brooklyn Nets by the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.